This is Montego Bradley from Fans of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 381 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm alive and here. Excellent. Uh, you're not in the afterlife? Uh, nope. nope. Ghostbusters right. got yeah. me out. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Mark Ellis Reagan. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Markellis Reagans, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I, I wish I can say I was... Uh, more physically active this weekend for some reason this weekend everything dropped streaming wise so i've been watching besides ghostbusters uh watching uh cowboy bebop watching uh wheels of time or the wheel of time there's a new show on netflix from the director of train of busan that i'm trying to check out there's uh there's a bunch of stuff so yeah this weekend i pretty much spent the entire time in front of my tv pretty lazy pretty boring Obviously, we will uh, be reviewing the full season when that's finished. But what do you think of Wheel of Time so far? It it's uh it's a lot. <laughs> it it, <laughs> it, re, it, re, it reminded me of Lord of the Rings. Like it reminds me a lot of Lord of the Rings. And I'm not. I'm still trying to figure out what the what the hook is. You know what I mean? Because right now it's just people kind of on a quest, being chased by something. Uh, but I'm trying to figure out exactly what the hook is. Uh, I do like I like the budget of it so far. I'm just waiting for that storyline to like hook me in. All right, all right, Aubrey, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. I can't say that anything like overly exciting happened to me this week. It's nothing overly exciting happened to me this week. And yeah, I haven't done much. Sweet. Well, you know, it's that time of year. It's busy for everybody, so it's hard to do anything exciting. Uh, I myself have done literally nothing except work pretty much nonstop. Um, I was a guest on the Scene Snobs podcast for real combat uh, as I debated and tried to convince their host, Mick Manhattan, to watch a movie that I picked. And I'm happy to say that I won. So uh, you can go over to their YouTube channel and actually watch it. It was on live stream and then it's now just up to watch. So and if you watch carefully enough, you can see the bulb and my ring light burn out about five minutes <laughs> in and me try to fix it. So. <laughs> I did not even catch that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden I'm like inching closer and closer to the camera and like leaning while I'm trying to like fix I'm like what the fuck is wrong with this? <laughs> it just burned out. But it's like a $20 ring light from fucking – Amazon. I don't even know if you can change the bulb on it, but 
Anyway, uh, that's enough about us. Mark Ellis Reagans, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you will find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. We have a T Public store where you can shop to get some T-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the Soul Wizard Podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook. We have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Mollyhawk, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions and interviews uh, we have a patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show shout out to all of our podcasting family in the geek world all-stars podcast and network back to you joey Magnus, how do they work? <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite one ever. All right. Well, guys, in the United States of America this week, it is a holiday week. Uh, we got Thanksgiving coming up. So whenever there's a holiday, obviously, we don't take weeks off. Come on. What the fuck? You think you're listening to some other podcast? We don't take weeks off, but we do have an abbreviated episode. We're just going to review Ghostbusters Afterlife this week. So no news. No other nonsense. Let's jump into it. All right, guys. We all had a chance to check it out. It's not streaming anywhere. Theaters only. Ghostbusters Afterlife. We're going to go non-spoiler to start. Then Mark Ellis will drop the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, you can bounce. But at least you'll know what we thought. The rest of you stick around. We'll talk about it a little more in depth. Aubrey Litchfield, what did you think of Ghostbusters Afterlife? I did not like it. Oof really didn't like it or just didn't like it um i i liked it better than the one with melissa mccarthy but <sighs> i probably would never watch it again to be honest okay <laughs> mark ellis reagan's what about you yeah i had a great time watching this movie uh there's parts of it that are absolutely fantastic but i don't think it quite it's not a home run it's more like a more like a barely slide into third movie. It's a soft six. <laughs> it's a it's a Mary Elizabeth Winstead of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um yeah, I, I was hoping for a home run. It's not quite a home run, but it was a really good time at the movies. Right. Well, uh, in opposite to you having a really good time at the movies, I did not have a really good time at the movies when I went to go see this movie. Um, as I mentioned, we got holiday coming up this week. My work schedule is insane. I had a four hour window on Friday to go see this movie. <laughs> yeah. 
So I left work. I came home. I picked up the kids. We went immediately to the movies. We watched the movie. We jumped in the car. We drove back to our house. I dropped the kids off and immediately turned around and drove to job number two. So we had to just go to whatever showing would fit in. And it was uh, the XD cinema, which was the, is the expensive uh, cinema for Cinemark, uh, the theaters we have near us. So that was uh, $60 for the three tickets. <laughs> Uh, and then about 25 ish dollars for, uh, snacks for the kids. So this was an $85 trip to the movies for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were people talking to the whole movie. Uh, there were people that showed up like 10 minutes into the movie, walking around and like finding their seats. Yep. There were people ordering food where like the people that work there, like walk up and down the aisles, a big fucking plastic bags of food making noise. Yep. I was, I was, I was heated, man. I have always erred on the side of I love going to the theater. I think going to the movies, no matter what kind of movie you're going, you're into, not just like hoity-toity stuff. I think it's like a sacred experience. And I, I've always loved going to the movies since I was a kid. And I love having imparted that on my own children. We love going to the movies together. This was the first time I was sitting there in my seat like, man, I wish I could just fucking watch this at home. <laughs> Suddenly, uh, $30 on Disney Plus doesn't sound so bad, does it? You're right. It doesn't because it, it would have saved me 50 bucks. But um, I walked out of this movie, I want to say, like, on cloud nine, like, madly in love with it. Yep. I feel like over the last, like, day and a half, the um, Regency factor has worn off a little bit. But I so I don't think it's as amazing as I thought it was walking out of the theater. But I still really, 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 really liked this movie. Yeah. So I guess I'm the only one here that like loved this movie uh, unabashedly. And, and that's it. So you've got three varying opinions. Uh, if you listen to the show before, I guess you know which one of us you mostly agree with. So maybe you know what to do if uh, you're thinking about going to see it. Otherwise, the rest of you stick around. We're going to drop that drop, and we are going to spoil Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, a clear spoiler. Yeah, Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. All <laughs> <laughs> right, Aubrey Litchfield. Doesn't sound like you liked it too much, but there's got to be some things you liked about this movie. So anything you liked about Ghostbusters Afterlife. All right. Um... Boy. <laughs> I I did like the ending. I thought the ending was really sweet and a, a great homage to the previous Ghostbusters and and I did like I liked the ending. I liked how they brought the keymaster back into the gatekeeper and, and all that. I liked the mid credits scene and the after credits scene. I thought that those were really well done. We did not see the after credit scene. Um, oh, shit. Because <laughs> we had to bounce. Like I, I had, like I said, I had a very small window and I had a, a half an hour drive home and a 20 minute drive back in the opposite direction to, <laughs> that I just came from to go back to work. So I, we didn't see the final after credit scene. You, it wasn't on YouTube or anything? I don't know. I didn't really look. I mean, what did um, I miss? Um, so it, it was good. It, uh, it had um, Ernie Hudson. Mm-hmm. He like buys the firehouse, oh, okay. and then it shows them bringing in the Ecto One into the firehouse again. Oh, and it talked about how he still was like he was paying the rent or the mortgage or whatever at Ray's um, store, 
and all that other stuff. And, and he like gives a speech. It's kind of nice to watch. See if you can find it on YouTube, just watch it. And yeah, it, he's telling all it is to Janine from, uh, from the original Ghostbusters. It was makes mm-hmm. it sweet. Yeah. So and it, it was sweet. I did like that. I liked the ending. I liked how they brought all of them back. I like how they help defeat it. Um, yeah, that's when that's what I liked. <laughs> All right. Marcellus Reagans. Yeah, I loved a lot of this movie. I thought the performances were great. Uh, McKenna Grace as uh, Egon's granddaughter was fantastic. I didn't uh, even recognize her. Yeah. She looks so different with black hair. Right? Right? It was I was also two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this trailer like a hundred times. I had no idea that that's what that was. That's literally why they couldn't do reshoots because the movie got delayed so much that they, they the kids were too old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I thought her performance was really good. It was actually like the the main highlight of the entire movie, actually. I thought the mom was really funny. Uh, I thought the writing was really good. Um, all of the character stuff I thought was was fantastic. I love the relationship between the mom and the kids. Uh, I like that the mom was like about to get evicted. It's very rare that you see a movie where the parent is just a schmuck and, you know, just can't get shit together uh, in a family movie. Uh, So that I thought was really cool. I thought the music was awesome. Uh, The music sounded like the original Ghostbusters and not just because they borrowed some of the music, but it actually like has that feel to it that I thought was really cool. And I like the introduction, like the very beginning of the movie with um, Egon. I thought that was done really well. The tribute that they do to him at the end, the special effects for that is amazing. Like, I was stunned at how well that looked, uh, considering, you know, what they had to do. Yeah, and I liked the, I liked when the kids were into the roles as Ghostbusters, when they're in the car and they're, you know, driving down the street super fast, chasing a ghost, zapping everything and blowing everything up. That I, I was like, oh, I'm loving this movie. I am super down for this adventure. Yeah, and the other cameos, too. I thought the other cameos were really great, too. Yeah, so that's it. All right. Obviously, I like this movie a lot more than you guys did. Um, I really like just about anything with the kids. Um, right from the start of the movie with the flashback to Egon straight through. I'm trying to think of when the movie like fully turned into um, for Ghostbusters, The Force Awakens. I can, um, I can tell you exactly when it happened. <laughs> When it's when the it's when the kids go to jail, okay, and the sheriff like pulls her out and she's like, "I get a phone call," and he goes, "Who are you gonna call?" From that okay. moment on, it's it's uh, let's bring back all of the old school stuff. Did you notice something about Egon at the end, Mark Ellis? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the dead don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I th- I thought it was phenomenal up until that turn. Um, I was all in, just like Mark said, I was all in on on the kids and the kids adventuring. I loved podcast. Aubrey, did you like podcast? Mm. Did he kind no. of remind you like Noah a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I guess a little bit, but there's always That's all I like could this. Think about. <laughs> there's always this like Noah this Asian kid up. with weird spiky hair with headset. <laughs> That's kind of pissing people off and bothering them. Yeah. I mean, just, <laughs> no wonder you didn't like this movie. It was just like being at home, right? <laughs> no, I have my own Asian kid with spiky hair and headphones. 
<laughs> I liked him a lot. I loved all of the new cast, all the kids. Um, I thought they did a good job of setting it somewhere where you can't use your cell phone very much or anything like that to kind of, again, we always, the movie's got to dance around these things, but I, I just thought they did a good job of like setting up a new team of kids. It didn't feel like anything forced like that. Um, the movie does, of course, like I just said, make that turn into Ghostbusters, the force awakens. I mean, I liked all that stuff too, but it, I'll get into that in a minute, but I liked all that stuff too, but I almost feel like it could have been dialed back a little bit so that it, it felt like the kids weren't having their own adventure anymore. <laughs> You're right. So uh, I like I want to I say up until that part, I was probably like five out of five. You know, it fell off a little bit. I enjoyed the nostalgia, though. I mean, you know, when Egon's Ghost came out at the end, it was definitely like Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. Um, I had not read any spoilers for this, so I had no idea that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I liked all the throwbacks, of the old movie. Why do the Ghostbusters all – and I mean, well, Egon's passed away, but all the other Ghostbusters look like super fucking old. But Sigourney Weaver is like 70 <laughs> and she looks exactly the same. Because she doesn't age. How? What happened? I do Chest did bursters. like I did like that after credit scene with her shocking Bill Murray. I thought that was great. Yep. <laughs> so again, now I'm after I just said eh, too much nostalgia. I'm like, oh, I loved this nostalgia <laughs> thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I liked that they didn't use the theme song at all until the very very end. Yes. That was such a great final shot with the Ecto One driving into New York City with the theme song playing. I just I thought it did a great job of setting up what should be a whole new franchise, but I want it to strictly be with the new kids. Like that's what I want. I don't know how you pull that off. I don't know how you get these kids from wherever the fuck they were. Where was that? Oklahoma, Ohio? Where were they? <laughs> Oklahoma. Illinois. Uh, it was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I don't know how you get them from Oklahoma to New York City, but I'm sure they could find a way. Uh, I want to see more adventures with this group of kids. Uh, Aubrey, do you want to see more adventures with this no, group of kids? No, I don't give a shit at all about this movie anymore. Uh, Mark Ellis? Uh, yeah, I don't know how they would do it. I think only podcast and uh, Egon's granddaughter. Uh, I think they're the only like real Ghostbusters. I'm not sure if uh, if uh, Finn Wolfhard and the other girl are like really part of the team. They just seem to – they just happen to be there. Well – I, at least uh, we got someone saying podcast a bunch of times in a movie for sound drops later on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Aubrey, you've been chomping at the bit. What did you not like about this movie? I'm about to make some people real mad. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so first of all, she goes she she go she goes to summer school for what reason? OK. Um, second of all, I don't believe that Egon would ever leave his family behind. And we don't even know where this woman's mom is. And somehow the kids don't know that they're a Spangler until like the end of the movie. When And, and that's their mom's last name. Like they didn't put two and two together. And then um, what's her face? McKenna Grace is like, I am Egon Spangler's granddaughter. As if like that means anything. Like, yeah, it means something to us. But in the world... All these people were making fun of him as being the dirt farmer. None of them knew who he was. So somehow he has some famous name that she's like, I am this person's granddaughter, this person that I've never met and I have I know nothing about. You know, well, it, wouldn't her mom have had her ex-husband's last name? So if she didn't tell but the she kids says about at the that? end of the movie, her name, she says, I am Callie Spangler. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. Bullshit. 
Um, and then somehow, like, she gets to the scene where she's moving the tiles on the floor and just somehow knows where to move them. She's like, hmm, I, I see these tiles on the floor. I must move them. But she's no supposed problem. to be a genius. That's why. Uh, only a, only another genius could open the puzzle. Come on, Aubrey. It's really Come stretching. You're nitpicking. You're nitpicking. <laughs> it's really stretching. And I thought that, like, it could have been done a hundred times better. I don't like Finn Wolfhard at all. <laughs> I don't like his character in this movie. I think he is lame. I also don't like the girl that he has a crush on. I think she's fucking stupid too. Um, I think it's stupid that they just like move into Egon's house and that's that. Um, They did nothing with the chess thing. Like when the the chess pieces were moving like that meant nothing. They were not. That was Egon's ghost. But they did hardly anything with that. They could have done something. Something they more did. with what that. Do you mean they didn't do anything with it. He showed up at the fucking end of the movie. <laughs> it's so minuscule, though, to have that chess scene. And you only interact with two ghosts throughout the movie. Two. <laughs> Bullshit. It's not ghosts busters. It's ghost busters. But you only there are two. multiple ghost busters, no, and there's one ghost. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> there should be more ghosts than just the. Muncher and um, the the ending ghost who Bill Murray is in love with. You know, it's, it's bullshit. Okay. Um, Markellis Reagans. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a tough act to follow, Aubrey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey's very upset. <laughs> so, yeah, I was hoping that this was going to be and, – and it's kind of the issue that I have with Force Awakens – I wanted the movie to star the kids. I wanted kids to watch this movie and get their own Ghostbusters. Um, I wanted to kind of stand on its own, but with like flavors of the original. But I, I was really interested to see if this Ghostbusters is going to inspire kids or young adults or whatever to, uh, you know, get their own Ghostbuster franchise. And this relies so much on the original movie. Like usually when, when these sequel reboots come out, I usually like watch the original one first. Um, you know, just to just to get reacquainted. And for this one, I didn't have enough time to do it. But I'm like, ah, I've seen Ghostbusters like a hundred times. I'm sure I'll pick up on all of the Easter eggs. And I kind of did, but I didn't like I didn't like really remember like where those scenes were. Like the um, the scene where Podcast is wearing that that metal bucket thing uh, with the chin strap. Like I know that's from the first movie, but I couldn't remember what scene it was. And it's just like a what? throwaway scene. It's with when they're testing out rick moranis's brain or whatever right yeah i yeah but you know at the time i'm watching a movie i couldn't you know it it didn't come to me so i'm like oh this is another ghostbusters i want to know what's going to be the thing that's going to bring the ghost out in oklahoma what's going to be the what's cool storyline did they think of to bring ghosts back and they didn't think of one they just used the first movie (laughs) It's the exact same thing. I'm like, oh, man, that's lazy. And I wanted, like, okay, so Jason Reitman does, like, these small indie movies. Like, I love Juno. Like, I I own it. I own it on DVD. Uh, I love Tully. I love these small, independent, like, kind of quirky character movies that he makes. And I was hoping that this one would, you know, the, the quirky character stuff he got perfectly. But I was hoping that this would have, like, I don't know, like a... A, a tighter story, like a reason for for Phoebe to step into the spotlight. 
like I agree with you, Aubrey, about the chest thing. Like once she specifically says she doesn't believe in ghosts. And then almost immediately she's playing chess with a ghost and it never like phases her at all. <laughs> she never like, holy shit, ghosts are real. Let me change things or let me follow this path. That never, it never happened. It doesn't mean anything. And I wanted there to be, so Egon separated from the Ghostbusters, right? So he separated mm-hmm. from his daughter. The daughter, his daughter hates him. The Ghostbusters hates him. The town thinks he's a weirdo. No one believes him. And he's the only person that believes that he's going to stop the end of the world. And I wanted Phoebe to be the one to prove them all wrong. I wanted her to be like, yes, everyone was against Egon, but this is why he was right. And the only way that she could fully finish what he started is by him helping her. You know what I mean? Like I wanted the story to really tie up all of the ends and it doesn't. He just kind of, he leads the daughter downstairs and shows her pictures on the wall. And now she's like, oh, okay, I guess I can forgive you. And I'm like, what, what? What happened? What was the thing that like really drove them apart? Like what was the thing that really drove the Ghostbusters apart? And then uh, I know everybody wants the Ghostbusters to come back. Me being one of them. Of course I want the Ghostbusters to come back. Their entrance was so lackluster. (laughs) They they just, they're just standing there in the middle of the field with wise, wise jokes. And I'm like, that's it. That's the, that's the big welcome back Ghostbusters thing. And like the people in my audience, I'm there like opening night. First showing, people in my audience are like kind of clapping. <laughs> like, like, hey, because you know you're supposed to clap when the Ghostbusters appear. And it was like medium kind of clapping. I'm like, oh, man, this this movie is not doing what I wanted to do. At the end of Monster Squad, you have all of the different characters and each one is doing their small little part that's improving their character, but it's also serving the main story. And here, they're kind of doing something like that but it never lands the the script just disappointed the hell out of me uh and that's just and i have like 30 other things that i didn't like but that's the main one okay all right um so yeah i kind of alluded to it earlier that the movie makes a huge left turn uh and like mark pointed out it's, it's when they are in jail uh the movie makes a huge left turn from a what I thought was a really fun, interesting, like quote unquote reboot of Ghostbusters with younger kids, um, to full on nostalgia, like in your veins and some, most of it lands. I mean, a hundred percent agree with you, Mark, the Ghostbusters arrival was lackluster. Um, they couldn't have like pulled up and hit Gozer with their car or something and then got out like some sort of like cool entrance. They just appear they're just standing there. No one saw them coming or heard them coming at all. I was expecting yeah. them to pull up in a 2019, you know, f- fancy Ecto-5 or something. Yeah. And unfortunately, and I hate to, you know, throw that movie under the bus any further than it's already under there because it's like in the wheel well. But I feel like Ghostbusters colon answer the call really like shat on the nostalgia pull for these type of things at the end of this movie. It's like, we've already seen the main actors from Ghostbusters come back and do something. Like we already, we already saw it and it, it kind of sucked. <laughs> so like, I'm not, it's not for the first time ever they're back. You know, <laughs> it, it's not like there was a star Wars movie that came out in between episode three and force awakens that had Luke, uh, Han and Leia and it sucked ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it just shit kind of ruins a little bit of the nostalgia um man like 
I just wish that whatever the big bad was could have been a little different. Yep. It was literally the same thing as the first movie. It was literally the same thing. And I get it and I didn't mind it. But man, I just wish it had felt so creative and like well done right up until that very point. And then when it makes that turn, it just kind of is like, all right, well, now we've gone. We've established that there's this kind of part of the movie that's going to go on into sequels and here's all the nostalgia for you otherwise and remember this remember that remember this and and you're also 100 percent right mark um finn wolfhard and um was it lucky is that the lucky. girl's name yeah yeah and even podcast um at the very end like i thought that was the main new team was the four of them all three of the other kids get completely sidelined at the end podcast is just like Killing little marshmallow men. Um, <laughs> Lucky gets turned into a dog, and Finn Wolfhard can't get the whatever. What the hell the is proton, it? The proton, proton pack. pack to work, um, so that they all get pushed off to the side. The brand new team that we're supposed to move forward with in like further movies get all pushed off to the side, so we can have nostalgia for the Ghostbusters returning for the second time in five years. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I just I wish it could have been done a little different at the end. I, I do. But I didn't I don't hate it. And man, I got to tell you that every when she's shooting the gun and then um, Egon's fucking ghost is there. It was definitely like hit you in the feels. It did not hit you guys in the feels at all. Aubrey, you're dead inside. It didn't hit you in any way. I am pretty dead inside. You didn't care at all. (laughs) I I liked seeing the other three, but like Egon's ghost, I felt like it was kind of stupid. And maybe that's because I was so mad at the rest of the movie. I felt like they could have done better. Wow. Okay. Um, Mark, it didn't get you at all. Yeah. Feels, no feels. It there. did. I, I sent you that gif of the uh, the security guard crying, <laughs> almost yeah. crying. That was me in the theater, like, oh, they got me. There, there's Egon. I'm, I'm feeling it. So, uh, yeah, that <laughs> that scene definitely got me. But then, you know, again, in my brain, I'm playing a much better movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I feel a little let down by that last half of the movie, but I also liked the last half of the movie. Like I wanted all that nostalgia, but like when I got it, I didn't want it. It's like when you ordered, like yesterday we went out to eat. I'll give you an example. And we wanted grinders and we didn't want fucking Subway. We went to like a real like pizza place and ordered like real grinders and they had two sizes, small and large. And I'm like, well, I'm not getting a fucking small. I'm not like eating small. So I got large and like it was enormous. (laughs) I couldn't even come close to finishing it. So like, I wanted it really bad, but then when I got it, I was like, ooh, I don't know if this is what I wanted. So Yeah. I think everybody that isn't in Western Mass should understand that Grinders is like a sub sandwich. Yeah. Also known I, as a hoagie or a yeah. hero. I get I get caught up on that every time I'm here because nobody knows what a grinder is. And I'm like wow. ah, okay. what do you call them here? Anyway. It's a long right. sandwich on bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, those things, whatever you call them in your area. You go to Subway, it's a Friday long sandwich. It sounds on. like a gay app. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a gay dating app. You go to Subway, it's a long sandwich on the approximation of bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I like I didn't hate it, but man, I just it, it kind of lost a lot of steam towards the end outside of the nostalgia pull. Um, my kids both liked it and, you know, but we used to watch Ghostbusters like five times a week when they were younger. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's the pull there. I can't imagine how somebody just fresh off the street walking in would feel about the movie. You know, they might be real into it up until the 
they go to jail, but once it goes in, you're not going to have any fucking idea what's going on. So, right, right. Well, uh, I guess we have to get a score. Aubrey, zero to five, five being the best and zero being the worst for Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's getting a one. Jesus. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Really I, I like the end of the movie, but that was it. I feel like it was poorly executed. There was so much they could improve. There was so much they could have done with it. You but. really telling me this movie's only a half star better than Prisoners of the Ghostland? That's tough. Maybe I'll move it up to one and a half. All right. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagan. you. Arby, are you sure you watched this movie? Like, did you watch the whole thing? Or did you just fall asleep in the middle of it or something? I, I was a little intoxicated while watching it, but I still watched it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and I, I also sat next to this man who um, not only shoveled food into his mouth, because, of course, he got nachos and popcorn, but he breathed very loudly throughout the movie. <laughs> So he was muncher, basically, is what you're saying. You're sitting next to a real yeah, life muncher. Yeah, I almost wondered if he was my soulmate, <laughs> um, just because it was like this. This seems like a very interesting individual who I must know more of. But mm. then I thought he probably has a collection of like anime girls on his wall. So. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Markellis Reagans, how about you? Yeah, so again, uh, in my brain, I-, I wanted this to be a much better movie. Um, so I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. It's not bad. Like I said, I had a great time watching it. I laughed a lot. The first half of this movie, I thought the dialogue was so good. Um, Finn Wolfhard looking at his phone going, ah, there's not even one bar. And a mom going, there better be a bar. I thought that was hilarious. That, that cracked me up. But Bokeem Woodbine shows up like halfway through the movie. I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't know he was in this movie. I wonder what he's going to do. I wonder what, what part he's going to play in the big finale. That's the only time we see him. <laughs> he like disappears like oh shit that's uh that's a waste so um yeah i want this i wish this movie was a little bit more solid but uh i was disappointed so a uh, 3.5 out of 5 all right well i'm much more positive than you two um i will die on the hill that the original ghostbusters movie was lightning in a bottle that can never be replicated right <laughs> um this is as good as we're ever gonna get i think and uh, it's light years better than Ghostbusters 2 and Ghostbusters Answer the Call. I am a four out of five. I enjoyed the first half of the movie immensely. Uh, I liked the nostalgia in the second half of the movie, but not as much as I thought I would. So, you know, I average them out a couple days removed from walking out of the theater, like wiping tears out of my eyes. And I'm going to go with a four out of five. So. That's it. That's our review of Ghostbusters Afterlife. What did you think? I know I've seen some friends of ours all over the place in numbers uh, for reviews. So uh, we definitely like to hear from you. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you thought. And that's going to do it. That is it. Episode 381 is in the books. A holiday edition. So very short. We're going to ask you guys to go check out when you're sitting there on the couch. You're full of turkey. Pick up your phone, check out SoWizardPodcast.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Good Pods, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com backslash SoWizardPodcast. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Hopefully, we'll have our Rhode Island stuff up as this drops, but we're working on it. Lots of Wheel of Time coverage and more. 
Don't forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast. You can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. This month, it's the only place to get our reviews of Home Sweet Home Alone from <laughs> Disney Plus, as well as The Harder They Fall on Netflix and more. So check that out. And I have been your host, Mr. Joey DiCarlo, my co-hosts, the queen of all stuffing, Aubrey Litchfield. Nom, 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 nom. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Everybody have a good Thanksgiving and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week. A new full episode, including our review of Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Heck. <laughs> Good journey. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! I ain't afraid of no ghosts.